0: To Real Chills with Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. Hey, everybody, welcome to Real Chills. We are here with a shiver episode. Shiver. What's up, Meg?
1: I'm chilling, Alyssa. What's up with you?
0: I'm so excited because by the time this episode goes out, it'll have been our two year anniversary.
1: We did it. We have a toddler, right? <laughs> Is that Yeah, now we can toddler? be
0: totally shitty. We're in our terrible twos now. <laughs> you all are not even ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're, y'all are in trouble. It's over.
0: <laughs> this has been us on our good behavior. <laughs> no, I'm excited. It's been two years. I can't believe yeah. how fast... Time has flown. I was looking through our episodes. Mm -hmm, We've mm -hmm. had so many fun guests.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. With bonkers stories. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite that you're talking about? I will
0: never forget one of our early episodes with Christina Anthony telling us about that creepy ghost who was kind of sexually harassing her. Yeah. Harassing, just at the harassing level. (laughs) I feel like all ghosts are harassing, though. So I'm kind of just like, you
1: know yeah there's a few I I don't think I'll ever get over Patsahony's Haunted Smushroom that one really <laughs> struck a chord with me that was a great story so fun
0: also just the fact that did you sleep there I know that his no, sister absolutely okay I know not. his sister had like crashed there many times mm-hmm. um there's other good ones I love
1: Chase as well Remembering being born. That oh was. yeah,
0: Che Guerrero's episode is really good. I still think about Cody Wright's alien witch fingers episode.
1: Yeah, that was wild. Cody's wild. <laughs> we have to do a follow up with him because I'm sure the aliens have been back. I have no doubt. I'm sure he has more stories. He lives in the woods of New Jersey. I mean, that alone. <laughs> Most things that live there are cryptids. Yes, I agree. Yeah, a, this is a some... Jersey hate podcast, FYI.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I also think of speaking of Cody Wright they're unrelated but Rusty Wright's episode where I
1: loved Rusty's episode his
0: dad maybe but maybe didn't get bamboozled by a psychic and some ghost hunters (laughs) is incredible (laughs) if you haven't listened to our episodes we have a number of great ones that yes yeah like anytime they come up I'm just like man I think about what Bonker stories regular people that you would interact with on any given day you're like you've seen yeah you've seen some wild
1: shit and you believe it that's amazing and now we believe it cuz i believe every single story on our podcast there's not been one that i've A doubted
0: 1000% mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the other thing is is like if somebody especially our friends if they were going to make something up like <laughs> nobody would make up the things that happened cuz like some of them were just like it's not even, it's not that it's not a good story. You're just like, you're like, that seems kind of obvious. And they're like, yeah, I know. It was like a movie. It was so bananas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're not that talented. <laughs> you're not, you're like, they're too talented. I'm like, I would see when I do that. <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. I
0: love them. We I mean, okay. thank you to all of our great guests, both ones who are actual friends and ones who are former friends. And <laughs>
1: I know. Two years, baby. Burning Bridges. It's the year of Burning Bridges. (laughs) And also just the people who
0: our friends have put us in contact with that we didn't know before the show. I mean, there's some great people we've met who are doing really cool things. So Mm -hmm. definitely make sure you check out the older episodes of Real Chills, especially because as the TV platform Shudder has reminded me, we are halfway to Halloween. Yeah,
1: Shudder coming in clutch. I started watching the new Creep shows. I love that for them. They got me so excited i definitely need to borrow your password (laughs) i also yes please do i also we haven't talked about this off mic but i want to mention that if this is your first episode that you're listening to shivers are a little different than our regular episodes so if you want something with like a lot more structure and like a guest listen to one of the true paranormal story (laughs) yeah well i have a true paranormal story but it's not something that i've experienced so if, if you if this isn't your cup of tea, listen to the one before this because it's going to be. I guarantee it.
0: <laughs> I mean, the the one before this is your two brothers. So maybe listen to a different <laughs> one. I thought they crushed it. I was very proud of, no, of them, they, of all of them. They had twin brother energy.
1: Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. so good. You Which, mean just absolute chaos? Just every <laughs> second?
0: Plus, like, uh, Isabel was there. So there was just, like, They were handing
1: the phone or the computer to each other. It was just wild. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So I told my brothers, like, hey, it's at this time. The one is, like, I'm going to be super effing late. So he was an hour late to the recording. And then the entire time, they were both eating soup quietly. (laughs) I was like, you guys. We're holding babies. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. take this seriously come on no it was
0: great it was I, so fun i just loved seeing the family dynamic and that you all had different stories that kind of matched up that you hadn't heard from each other yeah. that was wild yeah. Yeah. it also makes me more convinced that the poconos is maybe
1: the most haunted place in pennsylvania <laughs> if you're not convinced i'm about to convince you 110 percent we are we have lots of ghosts people sleep on us
0: Philadelphia, people are always like, oh, there's lots of ghosts, which is true. Historic. Mm. Also, Gettysburg might be the most like concentratedly haunted place. I'm going to say maybe Poconos is the weirdest place in Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of like where the bizarre stuff happens. There's always like a weird mix of people and experiencing weird things that shouldn't be happening.
0: (laughs) If you haven't heard our very first episode about the Poconos, we have a story about a candle (laughs) shop that used to be a place for animal experimentation yeah in the way back and it's really worth checking out because it makes me want to visit the Poconos it's really what should be on the first page of the tourism
1: section okay I'm gonna get into the story but I do want to shout them out they're called the candle shop and yeah I know that's really but if you do the candle shop of the Poconos you'll find it and they have these this really adorable Haunted. Oh, yeah, I got I got Alyssa a gift. The I go that, yeah. all the time. <laughs> and um, they have this really adorable, like, ghost tour that you can go down into the basement and see all the different parts of like where the monkeys were like, stored and stuff it's really weird and um the tour guide was very sweet it's so worth it to just go and buy some candles and tour this this candle shop basement I promise you have to go
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice well we have another story about what I know to be NEPA which is northeastern Pennsylvania that's it's exactly where I live yeah yeah so
1: I'm gonna let you uh take it away Meg all right, let's do this. So today we're going to talk about the Stroudsburg Rain Man, and this has nothing to do with math, thank God. But trigger warning: not on a joke level. There are there is some talk of child sexual assault, so just a heads up about that.
0: It is right at the beginning, and it's a reference.
1: Yeah, it's not very specific. It's very light, but I just didn't want to surprise anyone that tries to avoid any mention. So. Don Decker was a local man being held in the Monroe County Correctional Facility for a four to 12-month prison sentence for receiving stolen property. While in prison, he learned that his grandfather, James Kisbaugh, had passed away. He was given furlough to go to his grandfather's funeral. There he stood among grieving family members, saying their goodbyes and retelling fond memories of his grandfather. He, on the other hand, was unable to even look at the dead man, unbeknownst to his family and friends. Don's grandfather had been abusing him from the age of seven. His family life had been tumultuous. He wasn't even really on good terms with his mom either. Like, she wouldn't allow him to stay with her during this time. So due to this, when he was done pretending to mourn the man he was relieved to see Don, honestly, (laughs) he went back to friends of the family's house. And their names are Bob and Jeannie Keefer. The keepers noticed at dinner that Don was noticed, like definitely out of sorts, um, but they assumed it was due to the funeral. In the middle of dinner, Don excused himself to use the restroom. At that time, he stated that while in the restroom, he felt a profound chill take over him, and then suddenly he felt faint. He passed out on the bathroom floor, and as he laid there, he claims to have gone into a trance-like state and see his grandfather's apparition hovering over him. Then scratches appeared on his forearms and wrists, and when Don came out of his trance, he was panicked and bloodied from the scratches. Ugh. I know. (laughs) Like, whoa!
0: Yeah, even after death, this asshole won't leave me alone, you know? it's always
1: bad when being back in prison is the better option, (laughs) you know? Yeah, for sure. Jeez. So I'm going to paraphrase and heavily quote the next main part of the story from the Mysterious Universe article, The Demonic Case of the Pennsylvania Rain Man by Brent Swanser. It's a great article, very um, informative. Definitely check it out. So John went downstairs to tell his friends about what happened, and then loud banging noises started upstairs. At the same time, water allegedly started to drip down the walls from the ceiling, getting heavier and heavier until it was basically raining inside. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. As this happened, Don slipped back into a trance into a trance and the keeper's called the la- their landlord, probably thinking it was a regular house problem. <laughs> oh, I I love how honest they are. I would not tell my landlord right away. I'd be like, we should figure this out. <laughs> <for> uh, seriously. <laughs> like... Also
0: like, ugh I have a fish tank on the second floor. Like, it's probably <laughs> something I did.
1: Don't tell Alyssa's landlord about that. They don't need to know <laughs> that information. <laughs> also, if I was Dawn, I'd be so embarrassed. Like, I wouldn't even be concerned about being possessed by my grandpa. I'd be more like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know. <laughs> why does this always happen to me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so when the landlord finally did get there, the dripping water got worse. Not only was it coming down from the ceiling, but it started bubbling up from the floor. Then uh, why the landlord... Landlord said this, we decided maybe it was the plumbing, but there are no pipes in the front end of the house to leak. There is basically nothing there that the water could have come from. After watching it for a while, I discovered that it wasn't only coming from the ceiling down. It could come from the wall over or from the floor up. There was no basic direction that it was coming from. It could come from anywhere. What does that even mean? Hell no. That means the water literally, so it wasn't using gravity. Yeah, like I don't know. I like these people. This story is pretty long. They hang in there for a while because the second I saw a droplet, I would be dropping Dawn off at a church. I wouldn't. (laughs) Hell no. The landlord, not knowing what to do, called the police. Two officers showed up and immediately were drenched with water upon entering the house. (laughs) Could you imagine like a
0: police officer and being like, "Is this a"? Fucking prank! <laughs> like, all right, you're all this?
1: getting arrested, right? Now. <laughs> Dude. Ugh, oh, I wish that was on like a TikTok. It would be so funny. Not only was the water still dripping from the walls and ceilings, but it was also behaving in ways was defying the laws of physics with droplets of water traveling horizontally past them to continue on into the next room, hovering midair or flowing upwards. Here's a direct quote from one of the officers reflecting on what they saw. I literally had a chill going up my spine. It made the hair stand up on your neck. That's how I felt. This was a situation where things were happening that I never, ever dreamed could happen. And there was no way of explaining what was going on. Don, still in a trance and looking sickly, was taken to the pizzeria across the street by the Keefers while the officers went to report the situation to their superiors. The landlord stayed at the house, still trying to figure out what was going on.
0: Wait, time out? Uh-huh. So I would be, if I was Don, I'd be like, look, I'm out of prison on furlough. <laughs> you want me to eat your home cooked meal we could be eating at a pizzeria across the street
1: street. well I'm thinking that is the most Pennsylvania paragraph I've ever read it's probably like the pizzeria's last hospital for the next 70 miles (laughs) and literally (laughs) the landlord is still just like I can fix this I don't need help like (laughs) that is so Poconos that's so funny like why would you take someone that's making it ooze weird rain anywhere anyway yeah, you could just go stand outside, yeah, put' outside where there's no yeah plumbing where for the him. rain is supposed to be, <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't look weird when it's raining, so true, oh my gosh, but again, we're I'm criticizing these people, I don't know what I would do. I'm telling you I would not be good in this type of situation, no way, so as soon as Don was out of the house, the water abruptly stopped as he was helped by his friends into the restaurant the water started to drip inside the pizza shop. The restaurant owner, Pam Scrafano had seen signs of the strange rain across the street and decided Don was possessed by an evil spirit and sprung into action. (laughs) I would, my spring into action move would be, get out of my restaurant. I don't know why every paragraph is so funny to me. I think I can just picture it, like literally I live near a pizza shop. It's like the only (laughs) thing you have in the Poconos and it's just like, it's so funny that they all know what to do. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yep. And Pam had this to say, you looked at Donnie and he was like in a trance. He would look at you, but not knowing you were there. I said to Jeannie, he's gotta be possessed. We're sitting there. (laughs) A couple seconds later, there's water all over the pizzeria too. I've never seen anything like that happen. I went in the cash register. I had a, (laughs) I don't know why this is so funny, but it's just so my hometown. Like, i went in the cash register i had a crucifix there of course they did (laughs) like why what are you gonna do because no it's so jesus blesses your money right yeah (laughs) he cleanses it um i had a crucifix there i took it out put it on him and the minute i put it on him and it touched his skin he got burned there's no way that anybody could have played a joke like that this was real donnie was doing it himself he was doing it without realizing he was doing it i
0: like the idea that they're convinced that like donnie is doing this and that something isn't like doing this to follow donnie do you know what i mean where they're yeah. like convinced it's coming from him i wonder if there were like body language signs or things that they could tell were happening
1: well he was in a trance but they're acting like he had like control over this but it's yeah. also weird because this has never happened to donnie before so like everyone's Or acting, literally
0: like, any other human <laughs>
1: Yeah, but they're just like, oh, Donnie, like. Oh, he's definitely, he's definitely possessed. That's possession if I've ever seen it. It's like, okay. Um, Yeah, so the keepers decide to take Don back to the house. And of course, as soon as they left, the water stopped and started in the house again when they had entered. (laughs) Pots and pans were heard rattling in the kitchen, even though no one was in there. When everyone went into the kitchen, including Don, who had come to, so no longer in a trance, They saw various pots and pans rattling around with such force that some were falling off of countertops onto the floor. The landlord, and now his wife, who had shown up at some point, uh, or maybe she was always there, it's unclear, (laughs) started to accuse the, the tenants and Don of causing an elaborate prank. As tensions rose, Don was suddenly lifted off the floor and was dramatically thrown back against the wall by some unseen force stopping everyone in their tracks.
0: Whoa. Okay. So here's the thing too, right? Like I find it interesting to see what people's definitions of possessed is because yeah. being, I don't know what the word would be bothered, haunted, mm-hmm. <laughs> aggrieved by a ghost mm-hmm. or some unseen like demon force versus like possession. I feel like it takes a hold of your, your, mental and um, like
1: your mental and emotional self do you know what i mean i totally agree i think it's weird because like all the mental stuff can be explained away as mental stuff but it starts to feel like a real possession when there's outside factors that can't be manipulated by the person possessed so like this random water it seems highly unlikely that don would be able to control that or burning his skin with the crucifix like if this is like a hoax. I feel like the entire group of people would have to be in on it for some reason.
0: And I also feel like all of this stuff happens mostly to Don. I mean, the water is incidental because everyone's there, but it's not like Don is picking up people like yeah. with an unseen force. It's all happening to him. So I just find it really interesting uh, thinking like the, the clearly like Catholic spin of some of the people in the story. And just thinking about what that, how that colors, the way they tell it, it's just interesting.
1: Yeah, that's a good thought. It's also, just from like a scientific, it's, it almost adds to his credibility that he can make it happen in more than one location.
0: Yeah, which we, like, yeah, because it's, but it's also following him. You know what I mean? In the way that his grandfather's ghost appeared and then scratched him up,
1: you know? Yeah. Hmm. It's just interesting. I think I don't want to know the backstory, but I know there's like a backstory. Like, I feel like there's got to be more that I don't think we have all the information on the, the, in, like the interpersonal relationships Donnie had with his friends and family. Like, I would right. like to know more of that, but who knows. <laughs> so talking about getting thrown up, Don, who is still lucid at the time, said this, the pots and pans over the stove started rattling. That's when I got levitated off the floor. I was just like floating. Then it was like a push. It wasn't like somebody taking their hand and pushing me. It was like feeling it all over your body at once. I'm a big guy, you know, I've always been assertive. And that made me feel like a newborn. I'm scared right now just talking about it.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. It's funny just because you have to insert that. Like, I'm a big guy, you know? I've <laughs> That's always a been thing. A st-
1: okay so I'm reading these sorry what were you gonna say I didn't mean to cut you off say your no it's just
0: like a it's a really funny quote but I'm sure he's just talking off the cuff right but it's kind of just like being assertive doesn't mean that like you can't feel other ways
1: it's just funny I'm having a hard time not reading these quotes in hilarious Poconos like Poconosies their accents like cause the things they're saying is like weirdly funny and I'm just trying to be respectful <laughs> like, it's just their their delivery of how they're explaining it is like very fun it's, yeah i mean if that like takes away from the credibility a little bit it might because it's just like it's very theatrical but yeah whatever so then the officers are <laughs> they're just bringing everybody the officers return with their police chief who despite <laughs> witnessing everything with his own eyes declared the issue a water pipe leak and instructed the officers not to file a report and Mm. pretend that nothing happened Mm. i'm just gonna this man (laughs) we're in a we're in a tough
0: time with police reformation around the country and i'm just saying uh it definitely seems like this is definitely a very particular kind of problem where i'm just kind of like we're just gonna not bring in all of my criticisms of their job of policing in this story yeah but also i guess what are they supposed to do they're
1: just like i don't know your house is fucked up like yeah yeah i i wonder what the reasoning for calling the police in the first place was unless like they thought donnie was having like a mental health crisis
0: or to file a damage report maybe uh, like a property damage if they had insurance
1: maybe that would make sense you do need that for insurance but But you would need them to file a report. So the second they say, don't file a report, it's fucking pointless. (laughs) The landlord's like, God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, don't file a report. He's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Chief, are you going to pay for my fucking walls? They're they're making fucking etch sketches right now. You're not (laughs) going to pay for this shit? Yeah. I also want to give them all, like, really obscene Italian accents, but that's just on me as well. I need to relax. You just want them to be members of your extended family <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. they're all just my dad to me. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's not even from the Boquenos. They're from—he's from New York City. So we can't record shivers on Friday anymore. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> anyway, the officers were also told not to investigate the matter any further, nor were they to ever return to the house. But they didn't listen. <laughs> Of course not. <laughs> it's the Poconos. There's literally nothing. The second they saw this, they're like, we have to go back. You know, like, <laughs> we need to get the end of the story. What else
0: are we going to do? It's <laughs> yeah. the 80s. Yeah, right? <laughs> or like the 70s, whatever it is.
1: Whatever. I think it's I think it's more recent. I think it was like in the 90s. So they could have like played PlayStation or something. But either way, it was the Poconos in the 90s. Ni- no, I was just about to. <laughs> you, can
0: talk, you can talk your shit. I'm fine with it. Uh, so I can confirm it was the 80s when this happened, but oh, I was okay. going to say Poconos in the 90s was probably like, I don't know,
1: Philadelphia in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They just got cocaine. There. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of haunted honeymoon resorts at starting at this time. <laughs> um, okay. So they didn't listen. And an officer who visited after the police chief had been there tried handing Don his gold cross. And Don immediately exclaimed it was too hot, and he had a hard time holding on to it. The gold cross officer recounts, All of a sudden, he lifted up off the ground, and he flew across the room with the force as though a bus had hit him. There were three claw marks on the side of his neck, which drew blood. I have no answer for it whatsoever, and I just drew a blank, even today. Mm. Yeesh. The landlord also became enthralled with this case. He was cited as reaching out to priests and ministers to help Don receive an exorcism. However, only one evangelical preacher was willing to meet with with Don. As they prayed, Don convulsed and rolled into a ball at first, but then seemed to reach a state of meditative calm. He claimed it felt as if he had been released by something. That was the last time anything happened while at the Kiefer residence, and soon he was sent back to prison.
0: Have you ever felt emotions? Then do we have the podcast for you. Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, worry about the Wizard of Oz, and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George, a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them.
1: Okay. Yeah, but that's not all. Of course that's not. (laughs) There's more. There's more to Don's story. A lot more.
0: (laughs) Strap in every... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah,
1: no, it's, it's pretty wild. It's, like, fun. This is, like, all of this is very fun. Yeah. I Well, I mean... I'm loving it. Yeah, most of it is fun. The origin story could use some work, but the rest of it...
0: Yeah, obviously.
1: <laughs> That's not all. While in prison, Don found himself wondering if he could control his water magic. He focused really hard on the droplets, and water once again began to seep from his cell. The guard who found his cell soaked demanded to know what happened. When Don explained when Don explained, he scoffed and did not believe him.
0: Okay. I'm gonna say if I'm a guard and I see somebody who's in their prison cell and the cell is soaking wet that's pee right we're both in agreement that that is pee
1: it is a relief to hear that he manifested water
0: right i mean i can manifest water too it just comes out of my
1: pee hole i don't know you're right oh my god what if it was pee this whole time that's such a bummer (laughs) it's just don's pee it did start in the bathroom so hopefully not fingers crossed yeah So this guard is very cocky and he goes, oh yeah, well, if you can make it rain, why don't you make it rain in the warden's office then? I double dog dare you. Yeah, triple dog dare you. Like, also, I love that he's like, do it to the warden and not me. Like, he's not like, yeah, do it to me. Like, go bother the warden. So Don does his magic and the guard goes to check. As he approaches the warden's office, he finds him outside the door examining a soaked shirt. The warden said, I was sitting at the desk writing a report. I was all by myself in the administration area. Nobody else was around. It was approximately eight in the evening at the, eight in the evening. At the time, I didn't feel anything, but my shirt was drooping down. (laughs) You know, those eighties V-necks. Yeah. (laughs) Like that in itself is so uncomfortable. Like I imagine that a big like wave of water just dropped,
0: but it sounds
1: like it kind of just like materialized. I don't know I get boob sweat I kind of just imagined it being <laughs> That's like what that it sounds like it sounds like it's just boob sweat and then yeah and right about the center of my sternum about four inches long two inches wide I was saturated with water I was He's startled just boob sweating He's boob sweating I was scared the officer was frightened at that particular time and I just didn't have an explanation why it happened so that freaked them out obviously yeah <laughs> So now that the guards in Warden were convinced he was possessed, they reached out to the prison minister to see if maybe he could help. Reverend William Blackburn, which is a perfect prison minister name. Yeah. William Blackburn came to visit Don, convinced it was a prank.
0: Okay, really quickly, I'm just confused why they're calling in. I guess I'm not confused, but they're calling in like priests and
1: preachers. Call in a scientist or a doctor. Yeah, take him to the hospital. He's probably unwell. But I mean, if you think about it, it kind of makes logical sense because because they think he's possessed. It's not a yeah. It's not like he's peeing himself. Like if he's peeing himself, then he goes to the hospital. But like if you take him to the hospital, he's just gonna like be like magical. You know, he's just
0: gonna make it rain in there.
1: I do agree with he's the original guy
0: who made it rain.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but you're right. They should call a scientist because I would love to know. Well, you have anyway. We'll get to it. So yeah, so the reverend told Don that he thought it was all in his head. And as they continued to talk, Don went into one of his trances and started rubbing his fingers together. That's when things got crazy, as they tend to do when people rub their fingers
0: together. I imagine (laughs) he's doing the, like, give me money. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Like the like money, 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 rubbing your
1: fingers together.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: The reverend recounted, all of a sudden his demeanor changed and the smell came into the room. Nurses and doctors, medical people, say when you walk into a room where someone is dying with the cancer or something, usually there's a smell. You can tell when you walk in the room. I smelled a smell like that multiplied five times at least. Evil, foreboding. He raised his hand and rubbed his fingers together, and all of a sudden, it started to rain. It was like the devil's rain. It was a mist. I was in the presence of evil. Evil. I opened up the Bible and started to read to him, but the pages never got wet. So help me. It was a frightening (laughs) thing. I think I was praying more for me than him. I prayed and it was only a brief period. And then the rain stopped. He subsided and you could feel a peace. He said, thank you. He got tears in his eyes. We hugged and prayed together. He was possessed. There is no doubt in my mind. There's no way a human could do what he did in that room. There's no way that he did anything, but what he did was spiritual, and it wasn't of God. Guaranteed, it was not of God. After a time of intense praying, everything began to lift, and Don returned to normal. He and the Reverend hugged in relief. Really quickly?
0: Yeah. I actually found the passage that the Reverend read from the Bible.
1: Oh, let's hear it. That's really cool. I want to hear it.
0: It's from the book of Rihanna. Passage 420. <laughs> when the sun shines, we shine together. <laughs> Told you
1: mom. we'll still have each other. Oh, uh, yes. Book of Brianna, chapter 420. I'm very familiar with this passage. <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Don't they have numbers? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh. You can stand under my umbrella, <laughs> Ella. <laughs> Ella. <laughs> and- I'm going to get that tattooed on me like it's like a Bible verse. (laughs) That's so funny. I'm glad you appreciated my stupid joke. I love Rihanna. I love a stupid joke. So putting them together was just perfect I love a fake Bible passage. Me too. I love when you lie about (laughs) the Bible. Now I'm just kidding. I don't know where I'm going with this. But uh, that was great. And a good way to end the story. Because after that reverend, he must be the real deal. Don never had the rain problem again. (laughs) <laughs> the priest's story is by far again every single description is horrifying and like theatrical yeah but his is the fact that the pages didn't get wet and stuff like niche.
0: yeah it's a de it's the details that really make the story yeah come alive yeah so i think you know this but this was uh feature this story was featured in unsolved mysteries yeah in the mm-hmm. 90s and mm-hmm. i think that's where they got a lot of these longer quotes so it's great to hear people like Put together these really specific recollections. That's, I believe, where most of these long quotes come from and why the story is so well rounded out. It's Hmm. a great shout out, though, to
1: Brent Swanser, who put the article together. Yeah, of Mysterious Universe. Yeah. It's a great art. I literally, like, there's plenty of resources, but his was, like, by far the main that I read because it was perfect, it had everything.
0: Yeah, so definitely check it out. It's called The Demonic Case of the Pennsylvania Rain Man. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We did want to note, because we did a little bit of investigation about this afterwards. You know, some highfalutin Google sleuthing is what we did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Highfalutin Google sleuthing. I love it. It rhymes. It's perfect.
0: We we did want to note, and the article did point this out, that there were some theories that skeptics have proposed for Mm -hmm. why... Mm this story originated the way it did and what phenomenon could have happened. Mm -hmm. Um, One wet blanket, uh, I mean, skeptic. (laughs) (laughs) I had to put that one in there. Robert Bartholomew is a skeptic and published several articles trying to debunk this case rationally. Some of the highlights include the trances that Don suffered could have been stressed induced or they could be faked totally be fair yeah totally reasonable right like yeah maybe the I'll chances were start. ghostly maybe they were kind of having a mental break maybe it's both sometimes that happens we see that with lots of poltergeist stories especially with mm-hmm. teenagers mm-hmm. so you know it's hard to say but it's also weird that nobody got medical attention i did mention this before and that their first move was exorcisms so just the fact that you know Don went into a trance regardless of where this water came from the fact that he kept kind of like passing out or was unresponsive
1: might have been a good move for him to see a doctor if they were available that's why i believe that when the landlord went to like catholic priests and things like this they probably didn't see him because the catholic church i think i've mentioned in other episodes has very strict rules about performing exorcism mm-hmm. because they've done fucked up shit in the past but yeah um so now they need, like, they need medical clear. Like, you need to go see a doctor and be told that you have a clean bill of health. You're not, like, going through a mental health issue or yeah. anything like that before they'll even look at you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I just don't think, like... I think that it would have been smart to do just for Don's safety. I don't think it would have, like, disproven all the weird... I don't think the doctors would have seen the rain and been like, oh, that's his spleen. You know what I mean? Like... It could have ruled... Out other possibilities for sure yeah yeah but it probably wouldn't have done much i agree it wouldn't have like i don't i think that it would be good for don like they should have cared about don's health in general a little bit better but at the same time i don't think it would have disproven this case if they called a doctor
0: it's true i mean it's also hard to say what his agency was because he did come to he explained that he saw his grandfather maybe Mm. he didn't want to see a doctor Mm. that's also possible possible
1: yeah very true As
0: for water, Bartholomew pointed out that the report issued by the Manufactured Housing Research Alliance stated that Pennsylvania homes are particularly at risk for winter moisture problems. I have a lot to say about continue. Okay. So there's a thing called ice damming. What happens is warm air enters an attic of a house and it melts snow on the outer surface of the roof, leading pools of water to leak into the house. As for other eyewitnesses who start various stages of the phenomena surrounding Don Decker, as for other eyewitnesses who saw the various strange phenomena surrounding Don Decker, Bartholomew believes that it was more or less all in their minds. Maybe like a group hysteria type thing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Bartholomew says human perception is notoriously unreliable, even under ideal conditions. Stress can alter perceptions, and it's difficult to Im- imagine few events more stressful than believing you're in the presence of a man who's possessed by demonic forces.
1: Okay. So I have an argument and a counter... So first of all, I understand why which sometimes some, in smaller towns, people are more willing to believe they're, they're a lot more religious, than, which leads credence to believing more in the paranormal or unexplainable things. However, Bartholomew is from New Zealand. I would bet money he's never been in Northeastern PA. I've grown up there. I have a <laughs> hundred-year-old house, and I have a few things to say about le- water leaking. First thing, my house has leaked before, yes, but it's never stopped. Once it starts, it goes for a very long time. It doesn't just start and stop and start and stop. Yeah. So how do you explain if there's a water buildup? I guess what he's saying is like it stops when it's done, but like that would take a really long time and you'd be able to see signs of water damage. Also, it tends to be where like what I've experienced, it's always been like near pipes or things like that, like where there's like space. So I just don't think, I don't think it doesn't make sense. Cause these are natural occurrences that happen very sporadically. This doesn't happen like all the time. Like it's not like once a week in the winter, our houses are leaking. That just doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? So for the fact that it would happen at one house and then happen at the pizzeria and then happen in the jail cell, like you can't, no, I disagree, but yeah, I because, see what he's trying to do. Like yeah. I get it. And I'm using my one personal experience, and I understand that's not like scientific data that can disprove his whatever he looked up, but I'm just saying, like I don't have any friends who's like, "Yeah, my house leaks like this, you know
0: well, here's one thing that I thought of, and this you know this isn't in his article, but I thought of you know the pots and the pots and pans were banging, mm-hmm. and they were claiming that water was going all different directions, so mm-hmm. I did question. And nobody had mentioned it in any of the stuff that we had looked up. If there was any kind of wind in the house, like right. a draft. So that was the other thing, too, is that just if you go based just on the description, it doesn't sound logical or like it makes sense. It actually sounds kind of like your house would be flooded by a hurricane. Is kind of what it sounds like because it's coming up from the bottom and through the sides. Yeah. So it's just really interesting to hear. Um, one of the other things that comes up is the question of why is there no photographic evidence
1: yeah i agree even so
0: much as like my shirt's wet let me take a picture of
1: this yeah the officers but again if they're not willing to file a report for something like this they're probably not taking notes you know what i mean that's why they wouldn't but yeah
0: yeah and you know a lot of the story was put together in the 90s for unsolved mysteries so they are Making a narrative out of their memories, right? right. So,
1: you know, it definitely sounds dramatized when you hear these stories. They're very, they're big, they're exciting. They're not yeah. like a boring story you normally hear. So, I, I will say that it sounds exaggerated. But yeah. the other thing is that when he was talking about the unreliability of eyewitnesses, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of the time groupthink can come into play. Mm-hmm. But I think in this place. It, it's not as likely because people were coming in and out of this scenario. So every time someone came into the scenario, they had a new set of eyes and a new opinion of what it could be. And they each came to the conclusion that I can't explain this. You know, like the landlord is like, maybe it's a pipe. And then the cops come and they're like, maybe it's this. But at the end of right. the day, none of them thinking logically, not really on the group, especially the cops. Because I feel like they want nothing more than this to just be a pipe leak and not their problem yeah (laughs) totally I don't know
0: as would I like I'd be like I don't want to do paperwork on this dude
1: can you imagine like having to go to like it's your job to go to this house and like explain this to someone I'm like (laughs) this is not I wanted to save somebody today I didn't want to do this like (laughs) hell no
0: I one. I did want to follow up there was a story that later in life you know Don lived a relatively normal life as far as we can tell except for the fact that he was arrested on federal charges of arson later
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it he's trying to become an avatar all he needs is earth and air and he's <laughs> i mean he basically he claims
0: that i was it a pizza shop hold on it was a pizza shop yeah okay so a different pizza like what does this guy have against pizza shops wow. Right. Like,
1: what if he was like completing the story? Like, what if he needed to burn down a pizza shop to like fully get rid of his <laughs> the goat grandpa? Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was arrested because he was, he tried to arson a pizza shop. And he says that it's because the owners were paying him because they wanted to collect insurance money.
1: Oh. Yeah. So, not that- to be like, not to be a big bummer, but that's almost a relief to me because I know a lot of child victims will sometimes commit arson later in life that's one of mm. the like indications interesting so i was like "Ooh, that's a bummer but
0: i mean he was inclined to be like yeah i'll take who wants who wants this job old donnie will take it yeah you know but and so. I, uh,
1: yeah i'll also say for the record not everyone who commits arson it, there's a re- like that reason but in some cases that is what happens
0: Sure, there's there can be some sort of correlation exactly yeah, yeah totally mm-hmm. you know it is interesting. I did try to look up some of the other people in the story, and it it did seem that there were reports that were made in the early 2000s, in the 2010s, where people tried to follow up with the people from the original story, uh-huh. because many of them are still alive, and they don't want to talk about it. You know, they're just, they want to put it in the past. So that's crazy. That's but- See, that's making me, that makes me
1: more suspicious.
0: <laughs> you know it's interesting though because i think you have kind of like a a close call with somebody in this story yeah the landlord
1: i um, i was looking i had a little extra money and i was looking at potentially buying a house to like rent out to people listen um that stimulus check is not going to get you that far I, i'm n- just saying and it didn't i ended up <laughs> not getting it well i wanted to go in with my siblings but after you've heard the last episode you can see how unreliable they are so, <laughs> so yeah. So that didn't happen, but uh the van—it would have been the van, one of the van wise houses. So maybe I dodged a paranormal bullet there. But yeah. it was gorgeous. So, oh, maybe one day I'll buy it. But, maybe. Yeah.
0: And then it'll be haunted, and then we will make double money because we will get
1: <laughs> haunted <laughs> yeah, we'll Airbnb. Haunted yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect. But yeah, that—that's the
0: story. Of yeah. Don Decker. Yeah. It was fun. What do you think? It was really good. I honestly, I probably had heard that story once before, but it's not one that was at top of mind. So when you brought it up again, I was
1: experiencing it for the first time. It was great. I just want to keep finding Poconos like stories. I like, let's just change this podcast. It's just Poconos stories from now. <laughs> just kidding. But um, it is definitely haunted there. Yeah. So that's the story. What else you got going on, Alyssa? What are we up to? I mean, we said that
0: it's our two-year anniversary. And in case you don't know, the two-year anniversary is the rate and review anniversary. <laughs> That's what you get us, for according, our anniversary.
1: According to Rihanna. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, yes. if you would do us a little favor, we would love for you to open up whatever app you listen to this podcast on. If it's Apple, we'd love a rate and review. If it's Spotify, give us a follow. And anything you can do to just, Tell us your thoughts. We love seeing them. And we also want other people to enjoy this podcast as much as you do.
1: Please. It would be so awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Also, Did we have the same thought at the same time? I
0: was going to say, I bet we did. I was going to say, if you have scary stories (laughs) or someone, you know, has scary stories, Mm -hmm. definitely go ahead and reach out to us.
1: Yeah. We want to hear scary stories. No story or too big is too big or too small. Also, sometimes people have a bunch of stories and they don't know if if they're enough. And it's like just just give us your stories. We want to hear them all.
0: Just reach out. We love to even just for us to hear them in our emails or in our Reddit callouts. I love they're asking great. Reddit. Great. Yeah. So definitely. you can email us at realchillspodcast at gmail dot com mm-hmm. or hit us up in any of our DMs.
1: Oh yeah. do it
0: we'll talk to you soon in real life that'd be cool yeah i speaking of real life i mean we're starting to get back to things a little bit
1: yeah i'm fully
0: vaccinated and you're halfway there right yeah i get my second shot next weekend
1: so pretty soon yeah i'm excited i've already i've done a show since i've been vaccinated i mean i think the importance is you're still being careful. Like I'm still like washing my hands using sanitizer and wearing a mask just for others around me, because I understand others might not be vaccinated, but it felt so good to just be not scared, you know, like to be out in the world. Yeah. So. So
0: definitely if you're having vaccine hesitancy, we totally get that, but do it, get vaccinated. I think that, you know, it's going to be great to be able to move forward and, Even though there's a fourth wave coming, we can all at least ride it out a little more smoothly if we're all still doing the things we need to do and getting vaccinated. That's super important.
1: Yeah, it was super easy. And for me, I will say the second I didn't get I had no serious symptoms with my second vaccine. I was just super sleepy. It was actually kind of nice. I slept like a long (laughs) the entire day but that's it didn't have any night terrors or anything (laughs) for once in my life the black-eyed children didn't visit me in my sleep so (laughs) it was peaceful
0: well meg where can people follow you if they want to see
1: what shows you got coming up or other things i want to humble brag about a show that i have coming up and then also tell you guys where to come find me uh, let me get this date. I had it up this whole time and now I know. Okay. On June 3rd through the 5th, I'm going to be at Punchline with. Oh, damn. Melissa Villasenor. Are you freaking serious? Yeah. I
0: love Melissa so Villasenor. Sorry oh my for all the listeners. I know that was loud,
1: but I, I didn't told know me- that. I'm pumped. Yeah. Oh yeah. It just happened. Dude, I would have told you after like recording. <laughs> I didn't want to brag about it so bad, but yeah. So <laughs> definitely get tickets to that. Cause I'm going to be having the time of my in life. <laughs> so we'll have, have some fun, fun for if you, you. Know. that's great Dan. yeah and if you want to see upcoming shows or upcoming whatever you can catch me on instagram and twitter at meg gets money g-o-e-t-z and please follow the real chills TikTok. it's just real chills podcast
0: yeah we've been putting stuff up there pretty much every day it's really fun it's been a blast yeah
1: You can find me on
0: Instagram at Alyssa Truz, And if you want to see all of my lizards and plants, you can follow me at variegated reticulated on Instagram. All right, Meg. Happy anniversary. Happy
1: anniversary. We did it. Yeah.
0: Find us at the places you get podcasts and subscribe.
1: Visit our website at realchillspodcast.com. know someone who should be on Real Chills? Is that person you? Go to realchillspodcast.com and tell us more.
0: Special thanks to Valerie, to Mamber and Shane. Artwork by Libby Rondell. Music by Sam Williamson.
1: Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. This has been a
0: presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records.